Hello, welcome back to our podcast. Um, we are recording this way in advance. So I think this is going up in like September. So happy September. Kylie's here. Hello. She is conspiracying. This is our conspiracy theory podcast. I only looked up one conspiracy theory because all the other ones, like, everybody knows. Yeah, I found some. Some of them aren't conspiracy theories. Some of them are just like, what? <laughs> like, this, this doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. Do you have the Amelia Earhart one? Yep. Do you have the one with the new updated version? I don't know. I just, I have two theories about it. It got updated. More stuff happened. I don't know. Did is that what you chose? No. Okay. But I can talk about it because I I was scared. I was about to want to die because (laughs) I have four and you only have one. And what if one of yours is one of my four? That is just literally my whole. That's one of them. Do you okay. have the all is dead one? No. Alright, I that's the one I chose. I don't know, I saw that and I was just like, ugh. Mm. I don't know. So we have Amelia Earhart. There's two theories. I literally have not researched. I just looked it up, copy and pasted, printed. One of the theories for Amelia Earhart is pretty much confirmed now. <laughs> okay. And then we also have Malaysia Flight 370. I feel like I haven't heard of that, but I probably have. And then we have the, um, I think this is, yeah, the Pearl Harbor. There's a conspiracy theory about that. I don't know. This is just kind of one that's like, yikes. (laughs) Like, did this predict this? So we're going to talk about that. Like a prediction? Kind of like the Titan and the Titanic? Yeah. Lit. Okay, and then we also have my favorite one. The Fresno P- Police is Corrupt. Ooh. I, wa- I, ca- I want to also talk about this article we read in World History. Okay. Because it has something to do with, like, Nazi Germany, and somebody Ooh. kind of predicted it. Ooh. Okay. And he was I'm German. a sucker for he was German Nazis. And he predicted it. Oh, my like, God. Like, just Nazi things. Like, like just not like, like I'm a Nazi, but yeah, it's just, like, like... learning about Nazi Ooh. stuff. Yeah, I like that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, I, I really want to go to Auschwitz. I just want to see it. I, so. In Mr. Bloods' class, I always paid attention for the Nazi stuff. Because, like, we learn about oh, it, like, every... dang it. Aubrey, good job. Okay, I don't think I need that. Okay. Are you ready? Stop. <laughs> That's loud. Okay. I'm turning Do Not Disturb on on my phone. I'm turning this light down. You know what? I'm about... Oh, I couldn't hear it. That's horrible. Okay. That's We're sad. dimming the lights. We're literally dimming the lights. Dimming the lights. <laughs> Gotta set the mood. Can you shut your closet door? Why? Because we don't want it open. I can't close it. My towel's on there. It's fine. We won't look back there. Okay. What Do you want to start with your, your only one, or do you want to just do that, like, in the middle while I do, like, some of them? Uh, can we start with the Amelia Earhart one? Yes. Okay, um, I, I'll tell you where I got this information because I'm not, I don't steal things. So this is from National Geography, I think that's what it's called, Nat Geo, 
Nat Geo. You know, with the rectangle thing? National Geographic? Yeah. <laughs> Did I say it totally wrong? I think you said it kind of right. I think I said National Geography. I think that's what you said. But what, I follow, what you said. I follow Nat Geo Wild on YouTube and on Instagram. Okay. And on Twitter. <laughs> Are you ready? You're going to hear a lot of paper shuffling. So I'm going to put my other ones away. Yes. Okay. Dim the lights, y'all. I just said y'all. <laughs> Disgusting. Okay. I repulse. Theory number one. I'm just reading this word by word. Okay. I'll elaborate at the end what I understand from it. I think this one's a little short. Theory two is pretty long. So, theory number one. What happened to Amelia Earhart? Dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Okay. On July... <laughs> I hate you. Can we light a candle? I don't... I don't have any matches. There's some... No. <laughs> They're all gone. Lame. Do you have, like, a lighter? Um... Text my mom to bring one. I have some candles. Okay. So while you text her, okay. we're going to go into this. On July 2nd, 1937, Amelia Earhart and navigator Fred Noonan took off from Ley, New Guinea in a Lockheed Electra 10E on one of the last legs of their around-the-world flight. They were aiming for tiny Howland Island, just north of the equator, in the central... Pacific Ocean. Oh, oh my God. God! There goes my phone. They That's couldn't. Also, hot. ew. Hey, we're podcasting. Thank you. We got a lighter. Please don't burn the house down. We're not. We're lighting a candle. Yeah. Is conditioner flammable? Okay. Yes. Oh, I should probably move this one. Here we go. Just got a jar. Of... <laughs> I. Conditioner. I think everyone heard that. If you heard that, I... Wow. The flame is like... Big. Yeah, the flame is really huge. And warm. <laughs> oh, did you see the spark? Cute. No. We're okay. gonna light it's the house on fire. Okay. Where did I stop? They couldn't find Howland, however, and despite many attempts, no one has been able to find them since. So, what I get from this paragraph. They couldn't find the island. N no one can find... No one can find the island, or, like, no one can find them? Is that what I'm... No one can find them. Okay. National Geographic, you need to step up your game. <laughs> is, that all, all, is that all you have from that? All right. <laughs> Okay. No, okay. The U.S. Coast Guard and Navy scoured the area by ship and plane for two weeks. George Putnam, Earhart's husband. Is that how you say it? Earhart? Earhart, yeah. Okay. Good. I think. Enlisted civilian mar mariners. Mariners. I don't... <laughs> to continue the hunt. Over the years, enthusiasts have looked for signs of Earhart on her plane in the Marshall Islands on Saipan and deep underwater. Eight years on, the mystery surrounding her disappearance and the excitement around solving it has hardly waned. An upcoming History Channel documentary, for instance, claims to reveal an archival photograph showing Earhart and Newton alive 
on a dock in the Marshall Islands. Okay, I read this on a BuzzFeed article. Like, I watched a video over it. Two months ago, and I was just like, what? I need yeah. to learn more. And, uh, is that all you have? No. Oh. I have, like, two more. Two more paragraphs, okay. On the Marshall Islands, hundreds of miles from Howland. Meanwhile, an expedition sponsored by National Geographic is currently underway in Nikumaroro. Okay. <laughs> An island 350 nautical miles away from Howland, where some believe Earhart crash-landed. The expedition is combing the island with four dogs that specialize in sniffing out deeply buried and ancient human remains. Okay. Yes. So, that's, that's, it? that's all I have. Okay. So, I don't know if this is all, like, true, but in the video I watched, I'll have to figure out who it was again. I can't remember what her name was. But the people talked to the civilians of the island, mm -hmm. and they were talking about how they saw a woman get taken in by the Japanese, like, yeah. get captured. And since that was such a big thing back then, because, like, there wasn't a woman pilot, they all, like, mm -hmm. remember it. And they never knew that Amelia Earhart was, like, this big old thing. Uh, so people, like, believe them, because they don't know Amelia Earhart's a thing, and they're just like, oh, yeah. And then they killed her. They, like, like she, was her. Just, she was just a woman to them. Mm-hmm. They just, like... So the Japanese just killed them. Yeah. Oh, it was Kendall Ray. That's who I. That's the video I watched from. But they were just like they prepared a grave. They put him in the grave and they shot him. And they were like pointing to where the bones were. I don't know if I found any bones actually, but they were pointing to like where the grave would be. And like it was all old people, obviously, but like <laughs> they were just like, yeah, we remember there was a woman. She was white. Just crazy. Just a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, theory number two. There were originally three theories, but I was like, okay, no. We need to keep this short. Okay. So theory number two. A second theory is that Earhart and Noonan, unable or perhaps not intending to fly Howland, headed north to the Japanese-controlled Marshall Islands where they were taken hostage by the Japanese, possibly a U.S. spy. Oh, no, possibly as U.S. spies. Yeah. So some believe both pilots were eventually killed, while others believe Earhart and maybe Noonan returned to the U.S. under assumed names. According to one theory, Earhart took the name Irene Craigmile, then married Guy Bolum, and became Irene Bolum who died in New Jersey in 1982. This is a long end. <laughs> I feel like I'm in class reading a book. Okay. So, quote, if she couldn't find Howland, plan B was to cut off communications and head for the Marshall Islands and ditch her airplane there. And, quote, Roland C. Reinick, a retired U.S. Air Force colonel who lived in Kailua, Hawaii, claimed in 2003. So that's what Roland C. Reinick said. Mm -hmm. Reinick's book, Amelia Earhart Survived, describes 
a scenario in which Earhart ditched her plane. Why are you doing that? In the Marshall Islands and returned to the U.S. under an assumed name for national security reasons. According to Reinick, the scheme would have allowed the U.S. government to rescue Earhart in the Marshall Islands and at the same time perform pre-war pre-war reconnaissance on the Japanese. That. How do you say that? Reconnaissance. I don't know. It looks like renaissance and recognition. Mixed into one word. However, the plan went bad, as a lot of plans do, said Reinach. Earhart radioed that she she was headed north. The message was intercepted, and the Japanese took her hostage. This took a dark turn. Wow. In recent years, high school science teacher and Earhart enthusiast Dick Spink has picked... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> has picked up Reinick's torch collecting oral histories from the Marshall Islands. He says are proof that Earhart and Noonan landed on a tiny atoll. I don't even know how you say that. Named Millie. The world needs to know this, Spink said in a 2015 interview. I heard a consistent story from too many people in the Marshalls to dismiss it. They say she landed at Millie. Our uncles and aunts, our parents and our grandparents know she landed here. Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier. (laughs) (laughs) They all, like, knew about it. Why, Why is no one talking about this? Like, people are just not that many, I guess. Like, like, conspiracy theorists on YouTube are talking about them and no Yeah, but else. no one normal is. Mm-hmm. Like, no just everyday people, like your parents or my parents or just anyone's parents aren't talking about it. It's crazy. I feel like it'd be, like, big news if something about Amelia Earhart was found. I know. And, like, and the fact like that not. the media is so into women, you'd think that they would... Yeah. They would talk about it. But... The Marshallese accounts were so convincing that Spink has spent $50,000 of his own money searching for the spot where Earhart landed. He contends that the Islanders' stories will be borne out to out by specific proof. They recently aired a History Channel documentary about Amelia Earhart, The Lost Evidence, claims new connections between Earhart and the Marshall Islands pointing to be possibly pre-WW... Did I... I'm so stupid. Pre-World War II (laughs) archival photograph. Um, Ah, Archival. I meant to say archival, but... um, Wow. Archival photograph of a dock at Jaluit Atoll, one of the Marshall Islands, that filmmakers claim contains Earhart and Noonan. The documentary argues that the Japanese Navy thought that Earhart and Noonan were U.S. spies, eventually imprisoning them on the island of Saipan to await deaths either by execution or dysentery. Why is no one talking about this? I have no idea. Okay, 
Why don't t- people talk about, like, all conspiracy theories? I don't know. I don't know how people just aren't conspiracy theorists. It doesn't make any sense to me. How do they just not... Is this not picking up our voice, or is... I have no idea. I like, don't know. I don't know are if it's we, just quiet I think something. we're just really quiet. Should we talk louder? Should we? Should we talk makes... louder? Do I need Ow. to talk louder? It's, a, it's too loud in my ears, then. Here, maybe we can just turn down the volume. That's... Uh... I think that's better. Ah, ah. There we go. It's really loud for them, but it's, it's really good for us. Are you ready? Yeah. Only, like, two paragraphs left. <laughs> Though the new documentaries. Reception among academic a, a, academics remain to be uh to. Can you talk? No. The Crocs. The off-brand Crocs. We're trying to podcast. We're talking about conspiracy theories. <laughs> okay. Though the new documentaries reception among academics remain to be un- to be seen many Earhart enthusiasts have long dismissed the Marshall theory as outlandish Elgin Long a retired pilot who spent decades researching Earhart's disappearance believed in the splashed and sank theory the plane would have had to float a long way to reach the Marshall Islands quipped Long in a previous interview for him, the answer to the mystery rests under 17,000 feet of the ocean. I don't think so. Fred Patterson, a World Airway pilot for 25 years who also owned two Electras, shares Long's opinion. There's just no way she made it to the Marshall Islands, he said in 2015. I've done some long-range flying in that airplane myself, and I know exactly what it burns per hour. Patterson, Long, and many other many other people in their camp argue that radio transmissions place Earhart's, Earhart near her intended destination how, of Howland Island when she uttered gas is running low. The distance from Howland to Millie Atoll is 800 miles, nearly four and a half hours away from, at the Electra's cruising speed. But until Earhart's wreckage is hauled from the Pacific, the mystery surrounding her disappearance will continue to invite speculation of every stripe. What are your thoughts? Very interesting. That's, That's it. That's all you have to say. Yeah. I read all of that for nothing. I don't know what else to say. I've seen that conspiracy theory a bajillion times. I think the second one is more believable mm-hmm. because the people there were like, no, she was here. Mm-hmm. I saw her. We saw her. We seen it. We seen it. I, I hate it when people it. see that. I know. I mean, say that. I seen it over there. Like, shut <gasps> up. You saw it. I remember Cupquake. <laughs> God, that made me want to stop watching her. Okay, do you want to hear another? Okay. The people listening at home, um, we have no input, but you may, so tell us, I guess. Okay, do you want to do yours? Sure. Or do you want to hear another one? Let's do mine. Okay. Let's just, like, speak. 
speed through this one. This one And is... if we don't have a lot of time, we can just talk about other things. True. So this conspiracy theory is called Paul is Dead. Okay, who's Paul? Uh, Paul is from the Beatles. Oh. <gasps> You've heard this Ooh, one? I know it's going to be good. All right, so. Okay, where are you getting this from? Uh, hold up. So. Can you get closer to the mic? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, like, kick back. So. Okay. Hold up. I'm ready so, to hear this. People who made this conspiracy theory say that Paul McCarthy died in 1966. Are you sure it's not McCartney? McCartney? Yeah, you're right. They think, they think the Beatles covered up his death and hired someone who looked and sang like him and had the same or similar personality or just acts like him. Ooh, kind of like Avril Lavigne. Ooh. Oh, also I'm getting this from Time Magazine. Okay. And they think that in the song Taxman, George Harrison gave his advice for those who die, which is referring to Paul. And the entire Saint, I don't know, STG, Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band album, was a watch of Paula's dead clues. The Beatles had formed a new band featuring a fictional member named Billy Shears, supposedly the name of Paul's replacement. The album contained long... John Lennon's A Day in the Life, which mm. had the lyrics, He blew his mind out in a car. And the recorded phrase, Paul is dead, miss him, miss him, which becomes evident only when the song played backwards. What? Lennon also mumbled, I buried Paul at the end what? of Strawberry Field Forever. This is a lot to take in. Yes. And in interviews, Lennon said that the phrase was actually cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to believe that? Huh? I don't uh, know. But like... So the person that wrote the song said that? Yeah, John Lennon. Okay. No. If no. you're going to put that in your song, just own up to it. Yeah, I'd just be like, yeah. He could have just said it was like a joke, but he had to be like, nah, man, I said cranberry no, cran sauce. Who? Shut up, John Lennon, whoever mm -hmm. you are. And if you place a mirror on the front of the saint, I don't know how to say it, S-T, it's S-T-D. <laughs> oh my god. S-G-T. Pepper album cover. The words Lonely Hearts on the album, Jerome logo, could be read as 1X He Die 1. And on the Abbey Road cover, John, George, and Ringo forwent all pretense and pretended to cross the street as a funeral procession. Yeah. John wore all white like clergyman. Ringo the mourner dressed in black. George donned in jeans like a grave digger. And Paul wore no shoes. He didn't need them because he was dead and walked <laughs> out of step with the others. Wait, is this like the thing? Like the this really is like famous a cover? Like, I don't think this the is picture. No, I don't of think them? that. No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. It might. I don't. Mm hmm. Uh, so, if Paul is dead and the imposter is still at large, he met and married Linda Eastman, 
whom he had four children with before losing her to breast cancer in 1998. He released a live album in 1993 called Paul is Live. What? <laughs> okay, who? I have no idea. Who? who? What? Okay, say that I died and I was a singer. Mm-hmm. And I was just, and you were like, okay, no one needs to know that she's dead. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, yeah, let's just make an album called Aubrey is Alive. <laughs> that Aubrey is Alive, and the first song is Don't Worry About It. What? Oh. Don't look into it. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's just wrong. I know. Those people are dumb. I think that's a very interesting conspiracy theory. It's very similar to Avril Lavigne, except I feel like it's way more plausible. Okay, Avril Lavigne is kind of just like, oh, she looks the same. Or different, but like also the same. Yeah. But that one's just like, who is dumb enough to say Paul is alive mm -hmm. and when he's, he's just clearly like, dead? And he has to be dead. He is old. I want to see if cranberry sauce sounds like I buried Paul. Because <laughs> what I were they thinking? I buried Paul. No. Cranberry sauce. Nothing. It has the same syllable. Cranberry sauce, I berry ball. You are correct. I want to look up the end of that video just so I can hear it for okay. myself. Your next conspiracy theory, what is it? I want to do my really good one last. Okay. Because it's so good. And it's scary how good it is. So, I think we're going to do the Malaysia flight. Okay. Now... I remember when this happened. We were alive. We were alive? We knew each other at this time. Wait, we did? Yeah. This like happened within this four year 2014. Oh, boy. I know you've heard about it. Most likely. And I remember it being on the news, and I was just like, okay, are they going to figure it out? And I remember they, they tried to figure it out, and then they just... Never spoke about it again on the news. And I just... I remember sitting at dinner with my parents and they were just like conspiracying together. Nice. And... I don't know. It's kind of crazy because I was alive during it, which is like... It would be different if I was alive during the Am Amelia Earhart one, then I'd be more into it. Yeah. Because I'd be like, I knew that hoe. <laughs> but like, now it's just like, oh, it's just a lady who flew a plane. But here we go. Malaysia Flight 317. I mean 370. What happened? Okay. Australia, China, and Malaysia on Tuesday called off the underwater search for Malaysia Airlines Flight 370, saying no new information has been discovered. The plane vanished in March 2014. For 17 months, no trace of it was found. The location of the missing passenger set jet officially remains a mystery. The Boeing 777 carried 239 passengers and crew members. All are presumed dead. Wow. So, where was the plane headed? On the morning of March 8, 2014, the Beijing-bound plane departed Kuala Lumpur around 12.20 a.m. Kuala. Koala. With 227 passengers and 12 crew members on board. 
The plane's planned route would have taken it north over the Gulf of Thailand. Yep. (laughs) Thailand and Vietnam with an arrival in Beijing around 6.30 a.m. More than 150 passengers were from China, 38 from Malaysia, and 3 from the United States. Other passengers were from Indonesia, Australia, France, New Zealand, Ukraine, whatever. The pilot and co-pilot were both Malaysian. Um, One of the pilots had 18,000 hours of flying time and the other had 2,700. One of the Americans on board was Philip Wood, a 50-year-old IBM executive. Another passenger was martial arts expert Ju Kuhn, who recently had joined the production of the Netflix series Marco Polo. Okay. Do I need to know this? (laughs) Why is... Okay. Why are they important? (laughs) The last contact with the plane was around 1 a.m. The plane transmitted its final aircraft communications addressing and reporting system signal. So, okay. (laughs) Which allows computers abroad aboard the plane to communicate with control towers on the ground. So this is like air traffic control. Mm-hmm. According to officials, the last communication was around 1.20 a.m. And one of the pilots said, Good night, Malaysia, 370. What? What? Good night? That's... That's what you're saying. It's just good night. Very ominous. Okay. Shortly after that, officials with the Civil Aviation Administration of Vietnam said the plane failed to check in as scheduled with air traffic controllers in Ho Chi Minh City. And all computers aboard the plane that could track its location had been deactivated. So... I want your input. What do you think is happening? I... How could this just deactivate? Oh. Was it in, like, the Bermuda Triangle area? No. Oh. Oh. Here. Here's a... Here's a map. So, that's where they were going. That's literally where it came from. And that was the flight path right by Malaysia wow. before cl- crash. How long was the flight supposed to last? Like six like- hours. Oh wow. And yeah, it lasted an hour and 20 minutes. I have no idea what happened. So. I feel like people are gonna say aliens, but I don't. I don't think it's aliens. aliens. I think it could have been like I don't know. I want. I feel like something happened with the plane and it crashed. But I know I, I it crashed. Know, I want to know what happened with the plane. Like and they can't where figure that out. Remains. But like, I feel like it was terrorism, at some extent, to some extent. Oh boy, who's? <laughs> okay. So. 
Theories include a possible electrical failure or a fire in the cockpit. Terrorism was also considered, especially because two Iranian men had used stolen passports to board the plane. And now I but was later ruled out. Okay. I need more information on this. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. I don't remember I was alive during this, but I don't remember when they told, like, I don't remember hearing it was terrorism. So, like, why was that just, why was it just ruled out? I don't, Why is that literally it, one sentence in this whole thing? Was it proved that they didn't? That two passports weren't, like, stolen or whatever? Two Iranian men had used stolen passports to board it. So that is fact. So they they knew that. Then why is it ruled out? So why why were they on the plane? I don't know. Okay. Was it pilot error? That remains a mystery. Investigators looked into Shah and Hamid. Those were the pilots. But they but, have so much airplane time. Like, they have so much flying time that they've done. Right? Yeah. So, but like, why like did they, they let them on up. the plane? I don't know. Like, if you knew that someone was going with to get on the plane passport. with fake passports, get them off. Yeah, don't let them get on. That doesn't make any sense. I wonder if they knew at the time or when they looked back at older records. They were just like, oh. I don't know. Like, I need more information. Like, I need to know, did they figure that out right after? Or was it just, were they just like, oh, yeah, two men came on here with a stolen passport. But that's okay. Mm -hmm. Totally okie-dokie. Like, no one normal just... You wouldn't go to an airport and be like, yep, I'm going to China. Let me just steal someone's passport. No one does, no one normal does that. Yeah. Do, do passports even, like, cost money? I think I don't, so. I don't, like, 20 I don't bucks. have a passport, so. I don't know. Mine's expired. Nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, so they found a battery of on one of two underwater beacons attached to the plane's black box had expired more than a year before the aircraft vanished. That finding suggests that searchers listening for pings from the beacon on the flight data re recorder and the cockpit voice recorder never even had a chance of detecting a signal from one of the devices. Wow. And... One of the parts in Mozambique was discovered in February 2016 by American lawyer and part-time adventurer Blaine Gibson of Seattle. Gibson, who said he's been searching for Flight 370 over the last year, found that piece on a sand bank. And if you don't know where Mozambique is, it's in Africa. Soon after Gibson's find was publicized, a South African teenager realized a piece of debris he'd found on a beach during a family vacation in Mozambique might also be from the plane. 
Liam Water came upon the gray piece of debris while strolling on a beach in southern Mozambique in December and thought it might be from an aircraft. How? How do you just stroll on a beach and just like, oh, oh look, whoa, is, is that from, is that from that, that plane that just vanished? I feel like that's something that would happen to my dad and he would just be like, oh, look, missing plane parts. I'm going to go home and put it on my desk. <laughs> we use it as a weight holder. But like, how was it found in Africa? Is it just like, oh, the ocean brought it there? Or was it like, that's where the plane died? How, how long ago? How long? That was 2016. That was two years later. So it could have it, it it been the ocean. Up. His parents dismissed it as trash that may have come from a boat. But the teen insisted on bringing it back to South Africa to, reach, to research the fragment. Once back at home, the piece ended up in storage alongside the family's fishing gear and was nearly forgotten. It was only when Lauder read about Gibson's find about 186 miles from where he had made his discovery that the family alerted authorities. So this hoe was just like, mm, just a piece of scrap metal. Let's just put it in our storage with all of our other things. I wouldn't have kept it, though. I think I would have kept it, but I would have been like, Yo, WTF is this? Why? So in July of 2016, a piece of an airplane wing was discovered on Reunion Island, which belongs to France and sits off the coast of Madagascar in the Indian Ocean. So there's Reunion Island right there. Why does it belong to France? I don't know. Why do we own Alaska? Why did we own Hawaii? Exactly. <sighs> Days later, a Malaysian transport official said the piece called a flapperon was from a Boeing 777, which is what the aircraft was. Okay, let's just skim through here. Um, I'm tired. Okay, so this dude, Abdul Aziz Kaprawi, <laughs> you're butchering that name. I love it. And said he believed officials were close to solving the mystery. Wow. The he item was discovered case. within a 1100 mile search area investigators have been operating in since 2014. But experts believe the plane probably went down far from Reunion Island. The length of time since the plane disappeared in the, on in the onset of winter in the search area will keep search efforts at a crawling pace. On August 5th of 2016, French and Malaysian officials confirmed that the item belonged to Flight 370. Only hours after experts became began examining it at a defense laboratory around near Toulouse, wherever that is. Yeah, it doesn't say on the map. As of late March 2016, this is now two years later, 
The wing part found on reunion had not yet yielded any significant clues into the plane's fate. Wow. That's crazy. That, that's the rest of that. I thought this happened, like, 2005. Nope. Whenever I hear conspiracy theories, unless they're about, like, celebrities, I think they're from, like, the 90s. Just cause I, just I always think they're from, like, yeah, in the 90s. Mm-hmm. This next one is very short. It's literally just two pictures that I have. And it is that Pearl Harbor was known that it was going to be happening. And it was predicted. So, these are some, this was like in the New York, New Yorkers, I don't know, New Yorkers magazine or whatever. These were just ads on November 22nd, 1947. This when is like was Pearl Harbor. This was like two weeks before it. Oh. Okay. So December seventh, nineteen forty seven, I think. Okay. December so. beginning ish. So there's one where it the ad says something in German. Mm-hmm. It says warning and then alert. And there's dice on it. What do these dice mean? I I don't know. So the dice have two X's on them and then 12, 24, and then the other dice has 0, 5, and 7. What, what does that mean to you? The only thing that kind of makes me wonder is, because December is the 12th month, so there's a number 12 on there, and then... There's a 7 also. December 7th. Oh, yeah. I don't know what letter that is. It looks like... I think that's supposed to be an A or something. So, Achtung? Yeah, like, attention. (laughs) So, it literally just says, See advertisement, page 86. So then it has this... This picture. And it's like... It's from the 40s. So... It's kind of ugly, but there's just a group of people underneath. Oh, Achtung means danger. Okay, yeah. So there's just people underneath the ground in, like, a cellar. Like, kind of like the fallout place. Like, they're just underground. And they're playing dice. And there's just war happening above it. Yeah. So... It's It has the same danger warning alert. We hope you'll never have to spend a long winter's night in an air raid, so, in a air raid shelter, but we were just thinking dot dot dot. It's only common sense to be prepared. If you're not too busy between now and Christmas, why not sit down and plan a list of the things you'll want to have on hand? Canned goods, of course, and candles, sterno, bottled water, sugar, coffee, or tea, Brandy and plenty of cigarettes, sweaters and blankets, books or magazines, vitamin capsules, and all. And though it's no time really to be thinking of what's fashionable, we bet that most of your friends will remember to include those intriguing dice and chips. 
which makes Chicago's favorite game the Daily Double. Wow. That one is very, like, we predicted it. That one, it's, it's the like, first picture it hit me. It's just, like, in my chest. The first picture isn't that, like, crazy. It's kind of like the Simpsons. I'm doing quotation marks. The Simpsons, like, predicted 9-11, but yeah. it's literally just a 9 with, like, a 99, like, a $9 thing, and then it's, like, the Twin Towers in the back, and we make a 9-11. That's kind of what this roll the dice, the first picture, reminds me of. Yeah, like, it could just be numbers. Yeah. But also... But it could also be, like, like a, like, hey, we predicted this. Like, that alone is just kind of like, uh. Mm, maybe. Yeah. But, but then, then the next one is it, like, oh. It literally tells you to go to the ad, and it just, it says. It talks about an air raid. Yeah. Like a shelter, like a bomb shelter. Yeah. Why? Like, what? Who? That is crazy. I never saw that, actually. Um. Wow, I feel like. I feel educated. Okay, last one. Is this the best this one? This is... This is my favorite one. So I got this from the Jen and Julian podcast. Mm -hmm. They talked about Jenna this. Jen and Julian. They love listening. But I know, but just want to say we love you. <laughs> but, like, it's... I don't want to say that all police is corrupt, but there's always, like, a good cop or a bad cop. Yeah. Like, there's... Not every cop is good. Not every cop is bad. But, uh, the Fresno Police? The who? The Fresno Police Fresno? in California. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're bad. This is just a, Are they the people that keep, like, planting drugs? I don't know. Okay, so I wrote this paragraph by myself. Ooh. So. Wow. Okay. So this is about John Lang, who is an activist saying that the Fresno PD is corrupt. Mm -hmm. So in January of 2016, not that long ago, <laughs> there was a suspicious death of a man named John Lang in Fresno, California. So that's the activist. Okay. In 2009, he was unfairly ticketed by the police where they scan license plate in lower income areas, then pull them over later, which is actually illegal and is a scam. Wow. So, like, say you're just parked at a Big Lots, and you're just inside getting some cookies. Mm -hmm. And then the police drive by, and they scan your license plate, and they're like, oh, this blah, 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 like, this person did bad. Like, they have a charge. And so they wait for you to drive off, and they pull you over because they know that you did something wrong, which is actually illegal. Hmm. Like, it would be different if you were like, oh, I smell weed outside your car. Mm -hmm. But you can't just, you can't just pull someone over unless they did something. Yeah. So, Lang would post on Facebook that he thinks this is wrong, which it is. Sometimes after he would post these things about the police, he would notice he was being tailed by many cars. And this resulted in him putting a security camera outside his house. Later, he found out that he was finding 20-minute gaps between his security footage. 
where he thinks that someone hacked into his security footage and deleted film. That's crazy. I have not heard of this yet. So there's video evidence of a van driving past his house, and there's a sliding door, like, so it's kind of like a minivan, but it's like the rape van. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, the door is open, and there's just a dude sitting in it, and he has a gimbal. Do you know what that is? I have no idea. It's like you're holding it with two hands, and it has a steady shot with your camera on it. I'll show you a picture. Oh, I'll yeah. ask Siri. Gimbal. <laughs> Come on. No, not Siri. Gamble. Oh, here we go. Come on. Come on, Siri. Here we go. Is it supposed to, like, steady your camera? Yeah, like, it is huge. Oh. It's like, say you were making a music video, like, you would, that's what you would use. So, I don't know how you can... Here, let me just... Gimbal... Camera. Okay. My phone almost dropped again. So, these are smaller ones, but, like, it was like this. Oh. Like, just... In the blue. Just like... Just... just a dude in a, in a rape van, just... I don't even know if they were raping people, but just... Driving by and recording his house. And... So I have an input on this. Um, this reminds me of when I was playing Grand Theft Auto and doing heist setups. And I had to literally just go to the place, record, like take pictures of where things were. Like I'd have to take pictures of where the air conditioner was or the cameras. So then when you walk in, you can shoot them out. Mm -hmm. So this is, I don't know, this kind of just reminds me of that. And I don't. Why were they just doing this in the middle of broad daylight? I have no idea. At least make it discreet if you're gonna do it. So Lang figured out that the Fresno Fresno police were setting up IP address surveilling surveillance online in chats and blogs that were discussing Fresno Fresno politics and police happenings. So do you know what an IP IP address is? No. It's like what your computer is connected to. And if you find out, like, if you find the IP address of someone, mm -hmm. like, say you go on someone's blog and they're talking smack, you can look for their IP address. Mm -hmm. And then through that IP address, you can look through what computers are connected to it. Mm -hmm. And then you can just hack into computers and see their searches. So this is illegal, obviously. And so that's literally what John Lang was doing on Facebook, just complaining about the police. Mm -hmm. So here is actually one of his Facebook posts. January 14th, 12.48 a.m. Same. <laughs> just wanted to give you guys a heads up. If anything happens to me in the next day or two, it will be a result of Fresno PD. My neighbor and an employee at my job pay less brakes and tires on Blackstone. So he just predicted that he, if he died, it would be Fresno Police. Wow. We got, got more Facebook posts. Mm -hmm. He also posts the next day on someone on the news for Fresno B. Corinne, you want some news? Corrupt 
Fresno cops are going to try and kill me this weekend, possibly tonight. This is no joke. Please follow up on my story regardless of what happens or what version of version the cops and the Fresno Bee came up with. Please check out www.jodymurray.com and my YouTube site, and then he links his YouTube. So was he actually murdered? Yeah. I would have, like, ran out of town. So then the next day, he says, If I turn up missing or dead tomorrow, remember this van. I think I see, I seen Ugh. a couple of guys sneak out the side door and into the building when it was packed in the carport this afternoon. So he was talking about this van be near his house. I've been causing the city of Fresno a lot of problems recently, which I now regret. Sign on the door said, Guarantee Carpet cleansing, Cleaning Fresno. So then he links a video to his YouTube of a cleaning van who's just outside his house. Or outside of a building. Wow. I don't know what that means, but he posted that. So then the same day at 10.48 p.m., he says, Anyone who crashed on my pad tonight must be a legal gun owner. I think the bad guys may come and get me tonight. And that's his last post. Oh my gosh. So he was then found dead in his house with multiple stab wounds and his house set on fire. And to this day, there's no follow-up with the police department or anything. He was just found dead. They, they killed him. The police yeah. killed him. And there's like, no doubt. There's, a, there's an article online. Mm -hmm. And it was like the Fresno Bee, which is their telegram or whatever. And it just said, dude found dead in his house, ruled a suicide. A suicide? He yeah. had stab wounds. Like, who just goes, ugh, and just stabs himself multiple times? And then, and then how did he set his house on fire? Unless he was, like, bleeding out and he was, like, lights a match and just... That one just makes me feel wrong. I know. That one makes me feel icky. That one makes me want to die. Me too. Well, it doesn't make me want to die, but, like, it makes me feel gross. I know. I want to die now. <laughs> Just kidding. Are we finished? I think so. Oh, my gosh. Wow. This was longer than I thought it would be. It's almost a whole hour. Meh. I wanted like 10 to, minutes for each. I wanted to tell other ones, like, that Jenna and Julian told, but I didn't want to just, like, tell what they told again. Just, like, rip them off. Yeah. So, like, I had to find new ones, which is really hard. Because, like, a lot of people know about a lot of conspiracy theories. Yeah. And, like, the other ones no one knows about is because there's literally, like, nothing on them. Yeah. Or they're just really boring and stupid. Yeah. Like, the Berenstein Bears... Uh, everyone boring. knows about it, but yeah. it's pretty boring. Yeah, it's literally just a name. Some Mandela effects are pretty cool, but, like, they thought... Who is it they thought died? Oh, it was because no, they thought Nelson Mandela died. Yeah. yeah. But he didn't. And then he did die. Why do they literally make McDonald's Dasani water? Do they really... Lit. I love my McDonald's water. Hashtag sponsor me. I hope me on the me undie sponsors us one day. Free underwear. That's my goal in life. 
that's literally my goal in life. If I get sponsored by MeUndies, I am set. Set. <laughs> set for life. Okay, we're going to leave. It's 12.17 in the morning. Yes, I want to lay down. Maybe not sleep at this moment, but lay down. Same. Okay, bye. bye. See you next week. Bye.